Hey, 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 welcome back guys, Jonesy with Jonesy podcast. Thanks for tuning in again to the podcast where we talk about finances, faith, fitness, our future, and our focus. This is a podcast where we also get into millennial convo, where we chop it up. It's the place to feel free and vibrant. Let's get into the next episode, y'all. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 11 here, quarter four. Now, before we get into quarter four, I just want to backtrack and um, say that I hope you guys had a nice summer. I hope you teachers had a nice beginning of the school year. And let's get this quarter four started because this is the end of the year. 2020 is approaching. Well, it's here. And we got some things that we need to get started. So this episode is going to be about some ways that you can achieve some attainable goals. I'm going to give you some tips, some action steps that you can take. I just want to disclose up front. I am not the expert in most of these fields, but I am going to give you some starter tips on how you can get started because 2020 is here and we need to get this ball rolling. Now, as far as 2020, the year is here. I think we need to get started. Let's start planning whatever needs to be done for next year now. Um, What I would suggest is getting a calendar, putting some post-its on there. On the post-its, you could start to write down what you need to begin, when you need to begin them, put them on the dates that you need to start them. You can also write down some things that you need to, um, some things that you need to be real with, you know, some attainable things. When you schedule some things in your calendar, you also want to make sure that they become real. Don't just write these things down. Make sure that there are little things that you can take steps to to get to. Now, when I say attainable goals, I mean realistic goals that match the lifestyle that you want to live. For example, you can start an LLC. You can want to go back to school, get a new job. Maybe you've been off the market for a long time. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to leave a bad relationship or even start new relationships. These are all different things that people just want to do and they just don't know where to start. So sometimes they get stuck and they get complacent and they stay where they're at and they just find whatever excuse it is to not take it to the next step. And that's okay. We all do it. So this episode is just going to be a little jump start for some of you guys to get some of these things started. So let's start off with starting an LLC. Now I don't have an LLC myself, but I do have plenty of friends that have their own businesses, their own LLCs, corporations, whatever they got going on. So I take a little advice from here, a little advice from there. I put it all together. You know what I'm saying? But let me give you a few tips on what I know. Now, as far as starting an LLC, a few beginning tips on starting the LLC is you want to think about who's your key market as far as your customers. Before you just start this business, find your customers first, because if you don't have your customers, who are you going to be selling to? The next thing that you want to do is think about what these customers do. Think about what they do and what they need. Whatever it is that they need is what you need to provide for them. You need to figure out how can you provide that service to help them. What I usually do when I'm, you know, getting into my LLC mindset mode, I go on Google and I just start looking up slogans for what I want my LLC to be um, labeled or named. And there's an LLC database for the name of all businesses, where your, your state is, where your county is. Just do these things and look it up to see if your actual name for your business is available first. 
So once you figure out who your ideal client is and then you figure out the name for your company by going on the database, you want to make sure that you know your rights as the business that you're setting up. If it's a corporation, a registered a trademark, you want to make sure that you know the specifications of the legalities and where you're going in your business because there are certain things that you may not know where if stuff comes up like someone taking your name for your business and using it and making a profit, if you didn't sign the proper paperwork and meet up with the right lawyers, then you might have a little trouble at this time. So once you know all of your rights and you have your name for your business, you have your ideal client, boom, pay that fee and start your business. Another obstacle that I see people finding themselves in is getting back to school. I know it's October. I know we missed this semester, but it's never too late to get into January semester. There still might be some availability. So if you're thinking about going back to school, don't just go back just to say you went back to school, just to say you wanted to get a college degree, this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. Because listen, college can be a huge waste of money if it's not utilized wisely. First thing that I recommend people to do, especially if you, you're like older and you're trying to get back into the market or you've been working for a while and you just, you know, you might be a little older getting back to college. The first thing you should do is check the job market to see if there's any jobs for the profession that you want to study for. You don't want to get into school, get into all this debt, or pay all of this tuition and have it all be for no reason because that's just, that's not cool. Some people, what they do is they go to school and they use that knowledge to start their own school. Like maybe not necessarily a school, but whatever knowledge that you have, you can learn how to teach to others. And that could be an actual profession, another stream of income. I've seen it done before. Like I've seen people use their own knowledge and start their own business to teach others and put others on to whatever they know, like lucrative businesses. So it's all a good idea. Another thing you want to think about when going back to school is you want to check and make sure that the school is accredited, whether it's a private school, whether it's a two-year program at a community college, a four-year school, whatever it is. I know people say, all oh, these schools are great, the programs are great, but I've seen people go to colleges and different programs and different schools, and once they graduate, the school was never accredited, so now everything that they studied is like pointless. It does, you can't even serve it for anything. They can't get a job nor can they use those credits to another school. So be careful with that. And another piece of advice when it comes to college is whatever major that you're studying, say you have your set major that you want to study, take like one or two classes outside of your major in a profession of something that you might have been interested in but wasn't sure if you wanted to fully take that profession. The only reason I say this is because when you're in college and you get a little exposure to different things, it helps you see where you want to be it helps you see where you don't want to be, where you don't want to make those mistakes, or it can just give you extra skills. So you, you're winning in any type of way when you're taking these extra classes. Another goal that I see some people might have is getting a new job. Depending on what your situation is, if you're off the market for a while, if you're just trying to switch it up, if you haven't looked for a job for a while, if you've been at your job for 15 years and you just want to change things, Technology is in and looking for jobs is totally different than how it was when I was like 16, 17. I used to look through the yellow pages, just looking through random professions, random things I wanted to do just to find a job that I wanted to work at. And today is totally different. So um, usually what I recommend is Indeed. You can also Google jobs in my city. 
you can look at what the market has out there and um, look at some qualifications that you might need to get that job. Because some of you that might be wanting to go back to school, you got to check those qualifications for school. You may already have them. You may be overqualified. You may need just one or two classes, whatever the case may be. You definitely want to check those qualifications because you may be the right person for the job. You also don't want to be too intimidated by the qualifications. Take it step by step. Sometimes it may seem a little overwhelming because you may feel like you're at the bottom and you need to get to the top and you're trying to get there tomorrow. But be patient. Take it step by step. Eventually you'll get there. Remember when you're getting into this new job type of field, you want to make sure that you're coachable and teachable because if it's a field that you don't have experience in or a field that you haven't touched base with in a while, you want to just be a little bit coachable because there might be some things that you need to learn. So if you feel that it's worth it, start the process of getting that new job. Also, if possible, try to align the job with your purpose. Your purpose meaning your purpose in life. For example, I aligned, or at least I tried to, <laughs> I tried to align my profession teaching to my purpose, helping people. So in hand in hand, I'll be at work, but I don't really feel like I'm working because I'm just doing what I wanted to do anyway. So that's what I mean when I try to say to try to align the job with your purpose. Another goal that I see that's very popular for people is buying a house. Now, when it comes to buying a house, that can become very, very mind boggling because there's so many things that you need to think about. But I don't own my own home at the moment, but I did do a lot of research when I was ready to buy a house, and at least I thought I was ready until I had to backtrack. So let me give you a few tips on what you might want to do, some things you might want to start thinking about when buying a house. If you want to buy a house, if you want to buy a condo, whatever the case may be. So first, you want to make sure that you check to see if it's a buyer or seller's market. Check inventory. If inventory is low, it's a seller's market. If inventory is high, it's a buyer's market. What I did to um, look up that type of information was I looked up the Redfin Data Center, which is a resource on inventory for homes that you can search in your area. When the supply exceeds demand, actually the supply of the homes, that means that it's a buyer's market and it's the best time to buy a new home. From my research, I saw that there are more homes on sale during the summer months, like June through August. So... The seller's market will be in the wintertime. I don't know. It's just back and forth stuff. You have to check like every quarter, every season, because when it comes to houses, it changes so drastically. There's this house on my block that I was inquiring about, and I found out that it sold for $70,000 10 years ago. Today, it's selling for three fifty. dollars uh, Like, made me sick. <laughs> I had to really take a whole moment and think about what the hell, why was I not thinking about buying this house years ago, what do I need to do to get to the next level as far as real estate or whatever so I don't fall behind. I just got so I'm on the same page as a lot of you guys. So, let me continue. Another thing you want to look at when you're buying a home is you want to check the city as well. There are some cities with a lot of jobs. Those cities are considered sellers markets. But struggling economies can be a buying market as well. So, you want to think about the city How's the economy doing? All of these little things. You want to also think about if you have children, you want to check the school district, the stats on the school districts. You want to see if it's a school district that you want your children to attend or not. You also want to check to see if there's any available grants and money. 
any reconstruction loans available because what if your house might need some work done? You might need a reconstruction loan. So you want to make sure that that's available to you in the area that you're picking. You want to know your credit score. You definitely need to know your credit score to get a house, to get almost anything. To just get a cell phone, you have to have a credit score. You want to um, make sure that you have a lender pre-approve you. Shop the lenders too. Don't just pick any lender. There's different companies, different people, different scammers out there. So you want to be careful. You also want to know every expense for the fees because there's so many different fees that they have when you're closing on a house that a couple of thousand dollars can trip up on you and, you know, make a whole difference of a um, situation. So you want to think about these things. You also want to know what you're looking for, whether it's a home, a house, a condo, apartment. You want to understand the value of your property that you're moving into. You want to find the right mortgage with the right bank. And consider about 20% down with no help or anything. So these are just some things that you want to think about when buying a home. Now, besides the money things that we can change in our lives, some people want to change the people in our lives. Some people want to create better relationships. Some people want to leave bad relationships. And I think it's all good. I think a lot of us don't realize sometimes that we're in toxic relationships. And sometimes these toxic relationships can transcend into other parts of our lives, like our jobs, our decisions when buying homes, our decisions when making career changes, our decisions in general. Now, as far as recognizing a toxic relationship, I have some signs because sometimes we may not know. So if you're wondering if that relationship is bad, it probably is. Having a conversation with someone and you don't feel that the conversation is equal, that's another sign. Judgment is always passed when you're having a conversation with someone who's probably toxic for you. Another thing is when their name pops up on your phone when they're calling, do you have bad feelings or do you get excited? If those bad feelings come, that means the relationship is probably a little toxic or you might want to change a few things. If a person makes you feel guilty for everything that you do, yeah, that's not good. Be yourself, do you. If you feel judged for just being yourself, yeah, that's not good either. People who are throwing things at you saying, oh, that's not good for you and you should do this. And be careful about how people, how you allow people to talk to you. If people disrespect your career, that's not good either. If you always feel like you're being used, if people discourage you from trying new things and entertaining new hobbies, like there's no improvement that they see with you, then all of these signs are just different things and different ways to show that the person may not be the best for you. To build a positive relationship, you want to think about becoming a good listener. To know that you're in a good relationship, you want to think about the person that you're talking to. Are they listening to you? Or are they just talking and telling you and directing you on what you need to do? In a positive relationship, both parties or even just one party is asking the right questions. You're paying attention to the whole person, who they are, what they're saying, what they might need help with, if they need help, if they just want to vent. You want to be consistent and manage your emotions in a positive relationship because sometimes our emotions get the best of us and then there goes the relationship out the window. You want to be open and share at the right time. You want to pace yourself. You know, sometimes I see um, people on first dates just spill out the whole like practically everything but their social security number. And I'm just like, wait, bro, we just met today and you telling me all this information. 
it's not going to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, be careful. Be genuine, confident, humble, trustworthy. Be positive. Be fun with people. Find common interests in people. Don't just be friends with people and build relationships with people because others want you to build that relationship. Pay attention to the signs of good energy and stick with that right energy. If you want to know about energies, I have an episode on that too, guys. Also, you want to be proud of what a person has done. Don't bash a person. And you want to make sure that good relationships that you're in, those people are proud of what you do, that they're not bashing you, as I had mentioned before. These are all just some key things that you want to focus on and pay attention to when you're in relationships or you want to change relationships. And that's from friends, family, lovers, marriage, whatever, children, all of it. We got to pay attention to everything. Sometimes it's even good to tune it all out, tune everybody out, everything, and just focus on what you need to focus for you and tune in to what needs to be tuned in for you. And then track back and allow certain people into your circle based on the energy that they might be giving off. Because sometimes we may not know, but the enemy's right in our backyard all the time. You know what I'm saying? So again, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Jones and with Jonesy podcast, the podcast where we talk about different millennial things. Focus our future, your faith, fun, fitness, finances, anything you got going on in your mind. Because, you know, as millennials, we got some different things going on in this generation. So we got some things to be chopping up. So come Jones with Jonesy. And thanks for tuning in to my regular listeners. Don't forget to spread the word. Thanks again, guys.